now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie, Brandy, and Gina. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 782, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. If you're looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help. Just text Brandy, Gina, Vicky, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 is going to hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So great news for Genie Plus. It's not going away. However, that wasn't the good news. It would have been good news, though. (laughs) But this is good because we all, you know, before you could modify your fast passes and they didn't have that wasn't an option. You either had to cancel your lightning lane. Yeah. And then it made you start your two hour over again. I know I had I had that happen to me. It sucked. So now you can modify. You can also look to change uh, the actual ride. So like if you see a ride that you would rather do and it can be before that one, it can modify that. You can add a person to it or you can cancel it. So it seems like it's more like the old, what we were used to. Now that only applies to the Genie Plus. It does not apply to your individual attraction selections. You can't modify those, at least not yet. That doesn't mean it won't. Yeah, but you get to pick your time on those anyway, so. But they, uh, it went live at Disneyland and Disney World. So that's been going since the 8th, which was Thursday. Well, I'll let you know. I got to help a client do it today. Did you? Uh-huh. I was on um, on her app for her with like helping with some of her Genie Plus reservations. And um, yeah, she she needed to modify something. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I get to modify something. This is very exciting. <laughs> so have you guys ever realized how different it is from Disney World versus Disneyland? Like even Genie Plus is a little different. Like at Disney World, we can get on at 7 a.m. and start making our, you know, Genie Plus selections, you know? At Disneyland, you have to be in the gate. Yeah, I did know that. Mm. But I mean, it's there's been so many changes that we talked about that at the very beginning. I'm sure that's why we don't remember. Well, and I think it, I think Disney World should do that too, uh, especially for the because of the people that are off property. And I, maybe that's why Disneyland does it because there's only really three hotels for Disneyland and the rest are all off property, even though they're within, you know, walking distance and stuff. I'll say their hotels are so much closer in proximity anyway. And like, unless you're like at the contemporary or on like the monorail line, you're, it's taking you a while to get there, mm-hmm. you know, or especially you're, if you're that close to Magic Kingdom and you're trying to go to Animal Kingdom, it's going to take you a little bit. So... Disney has put a park ticket price plan in place. La 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 la, right? <laughs> so that one five times fast. Um, this park specific pricing system is now in place as of December 8th, which was Thursday. So for December 8th, the one day price ticket for Magic Kingdom was $164 a person. Epcot was $159 a person. Hollywood Studios was $164 a person. Animal Kingdom was $149 a person. This park ticket price is going to, of course, vary greatly depending on the day that you go and 
depending on if it's a very popular time of year or not. When you buy a one day park ticket, you automatically are going to have park reservations Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> Why not? The price range will be different throughout the year. We mentioned this, of course, last week. Another example of the pricing that was not for this week. If you were to go next year on October 31st of 2023, Magic Kingdom is 154 So it's $10 less. Um, Hollywood Studios is at the same price. Epcot is 144 and Animal Kingdom is also 144 a person and again that is just for one day not multiple days correct i think that's where a lot of people are getting confused i've had a couple of clients that didn't understand that you know they were freaked out about the price increase i'm like well it's only for a one day ticket if you buy you know more days it's not going to be that right exactly I mean, honestly, I know there are people that go one day, but I feel like there's people that go more multiple days than there is one day. Yeah, I actually have one. I have a client that just booked one day, but it's for a surprise birthday. The client's wife is a big Star Wars fan, so they're going to Hollywood Studios for the day. Oh, fun. I had somebody reach out to me and say, can you get discounts on one day tickets? And I'm like, that's like, that's a big no. The opposite of everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I wish, but I'm very sorry. Well, this past Friday, Disneyland guests may have noticed that there was not much to ride in the parks. Um, the social media thread showed a picture that showed many of the rides temporarily closed. Uh, the screenshot showed that Splash Mountain, Matterhorn Bobsled, Peter Pan's Flight, Space Mountain, Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance, Pirates of the Caribbean, Incredicoaster, Indiana Jones Adventure, and Jesse's Critter Carousel were all temporary closed. Imagine what guests were thinking when they saw that on their app. I mean, you would like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> um, in fact, I actually saw somebody post that, uh, what is going on? <laughs> Um, it seems that Disneyland had a power outage. So Disney hasn't revealed what happened, but on Saturday, the rides were all up and running again. So what the heck? As long as it doesn't happen while you're there, that's all that matters. <laughs> well, I mean, it can happen while I'm in, in, in the, you know, convention stuff and touring the hotels and stuff, just not while I'm in the parks. <laughs> Man, that would be a bummer. Yes, it would. Okay, so I am really excited about this myself. Um, Disney just announced exciting upgrades and new offerings coming to Animal Kingdom, celebrating the premiere of Avatar The Way of Water. 13 years after the original Avatar by director James Cameron premiered and created a massive ripple that remains relevant to this day, the film's long-awaited sequel, Avatar The Way of Water, will likely have an equally significant impact. Despite the film's director possibly having already spoiled the sequel, as its premiere is bringing a series of new products, experience, and upgrades to Disney's Animal Kingdom. But Disney did just confirm that the premiere of Avatar The Way of Water will bring other upgrades and experiences to Disney's Animal Kingdom. So Disney Parks did share a video across social media channels in which actor Stephen Lang, reprising his role as Colonel Quatrich in the new Avatar The Way of Water, commented that for the past five years, guests have been immersed in both the world and the story of Avatar at Pandora at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. 
and he and the crew behind the long-awaited sequel are so excited to announce that their filmmakers have partnered with Walt Disney Imagineering and Disney Live Entertainment to celebrate the release of Avatar The Way of Water with a unique display of lights and effects on the Tree of Life. That's so exciting. I was That was one of my favorite things that my very first trip to go to Pandora and, and just see all of that. And my, my daughter loved Avatar when she was little. It was... Abby was one of those kids that would watch the more adult movies like she would just get hooked on them and none of the like scary stuff she didn't understand it so she didn't like it didn't bother her and then she would rewatch them when she was older and <laughs> in the middle of the movie she started crying oh no when they blew up the tree oh, no. and she was so upset Dennis is like she's seen this like 20 times and I'm like I don't think she understood what was she but thought it was is, happening multiple times. Yeah, I was like, it, it was like really, you know, it, it is that. I mean, it's just, that's kind of the whole point of the movie is talk about the devastation and the impact and all that. But like, it was so funny because her, her nine-year-old self uh, finally understood the whole movie. And <laughs> I can't wait to watch this next one. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be beautiful. I can't imagine what they can do, especially if it's the way of water. And I mean... You really realize at the end of it when he goes back and kind of recruits all the different tribes. Because I think in the beginning, you think it's just, you know, this one group of Navi and you don't realize he's all these tribes. And you like, like, wait a minute, Pandora is huge. Like, it's a way big planet. And this was just one little section of it. So I can't imagine what you're going to be able to see in this movie and the special effects they'll be able to use. We just hope that money, that movie makes the money he wanted. Oh, yeah. I really do. I think it will because it's such a popular movie and it's been so long. And I mean, look at the wait times for the dang ride. Come on. Yeah, they're still crazy. Yeah. The ride is incredible. And that, that like Pandora, that whole section of the park is just my all time favorite. Like, they, it's just so well done. Definitely. We shall wait and see. For I know. Yay. So Run Disney's been around for 30 years and it began with the Walt Disney World Marathon, which is the one that's going to come up in January. It's less than a month away for those of you that are participating, if you were able to get in it, because that was one of the controversial things that, I don't know, they like locked up the Disney computers and everything, people trying to get. It goes so fast. I know. So over the last three decades, the way this weekend has taken place has kind of transformed. At first, it was just a singular marathon event. Now, 30 years later, there are four races, two challenges, and an even more magical course consisting of 26.2 miles weaving through all four parks. Now, previously, the course had just consisted of three theme parks. Animal Kingdom wasn't open until 1998, so the 30th anniversary Walt Disney World Marathon is going to take place January 4th through the 8th. This weekend is full of exciting events such as the 5K, the 10K, the Half Marathon, and the marathon, and no offense, this is not to make fun of anybody, but holy smokes, I just, you almost have to be crazy to want to do it. Maybe that's why they call it the Goofy Challenge. I don't know. Um, <laughs> true, true. There are three challenges for participants to compete in. The Dopey Challenge, Goofy's Race and a Half Challenge, and Disney's Castaway K ch- Challenge, excuse me, or Key, excuse me. I've done that one. In the Dopey Challenge, guests are encouraged to complete all four races on pace to win additional medals. In Goofy's Race and a Half Challenge, racers can complete both the Half Marathon and Marathon on pace to be eligible to win a Challenge Medal. This is crazy. I didn't even know about this. Then to finish the weekend, you can book a cruise aboard the Disney Wish and participate in the Castaway Key Challenge, which takes place the Monday after you've run all those other races. And I was like reading this and like, shoot, 
This is making me, making me tired thinking about it. They do have the castaway key challenge on every cruise. No, I did know that, but in order to get whatever the special medal yeah, that goes with it, medal. you have to be able to show that you did the other ones. But I did, I did that one when we went on the cruise. It was pretty cool. It was hot. Oh, Brandy doesn't run. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I ran like for a little bit, and I walked the rest. Of it. You, you're like Brad Brandy. You run if you see a bear following you. <laughs> yeah, if you catch me running all through all four Disney parks, it's because like Jurassic World came to life over at Universal and they <laughs> came and started chasing us over here. That's, 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 or you'll never catch me doing such a thing. I mean, I'll run from ride to ride to avoid those lines. I'm, I'm that person who runs at rope drop, but I don't, I don't continuously run. When we were at Guardians in November, you know how five of us ran right as the door opened? Oh my gosh. So I was getting my family to do it, you know? And they opened the door and the freaking line is right there. Like, are you serious? <gasps> no. So you tried to run and you had to... Uh. I was like, I was like, okay, guys, this is the door that's going to open. So we need to stay as close as we can, kind of stay together. That way we can get in front of the crowd. Yeah, the, the line was right there. Oh, man. So we didn't get very far. Oh, that's funny. The best part was when, like, five women looked at Matt and went, everybody grab onto everybody. And he just looked at all of us like, um... I can't. I'm not allowed <laughs> to. I'm doing that. <laughs> I think he grabbed Stephanie's backpack or somebody's backpack. He had a hold of my lounge fly. That's what it was. <laughs> was really I knew it was somebody. But the look on his face was like, um, I don't know y'all that well, and I'm married. <laughs> oh. He said he had a great time, though. Well, speaking of Epcot, I am super excited about this. We have been waiting and waiting and waiting because they've mentioned to us Moana <laughs> Journey of Water attraction. And we're like, and when are you going to do something about it? Um, of course, this was inspired by the 2016 movie Moana and Walt Disney Imagineers released a massive Tafiti statue that's going to be a centerpiece of this attraction. And guys, if you scroll down a little bit, Vicky has put a picture on here. It's beautiful. The centerpiece will overlook the trail and give a breathtaking new look to Epcot Spaceship Earth. The photo was posted on Instagram with the following message. This morning, our project team at Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, welcomed Tafiti at her position along the trail. There was a momentous milestone for the project team as we continue to bring this experience to life for Epcot guests in late 2023. Congratulations to the team of Imagineers and all of our partners that made this happen. Keep following along as we continue to share updates from Journey of Water as part of the World Nature Neighborhood of Epcot. If you haven't seen it, you have got to go and Google it. It is beautiful. And I really feel like Epcot and all of it's just um, like when they do the festival of the um, like the flower and Flower and Garden Festival. Garden Festival. Like this goes along perfectly mm -hmm. with all of that. It's beautiful. Yep. I really like it. Um, the person who did the picture, though, at least the one I'm looking at, this was on Instagram. They did a really good job because it makes it look like Tefiti is going to be bigger than Epcot, but it, it's yeah, just... Yeah, they had to like kneel down and like take right. it. But I mean, it is pretty big. I mean, it's not that big, but it is pretty big. 
from the other photos that I saw. Somebody took one from up above in a monorail. And then I was like, okay, that's a little bit. Because <laughs> I'm like, surely they didn't make Tafiti bigger than the orb because that would be crazy. But no, they did it. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that one too. And my first thought was like, I feel like for it to have gotten that big that fast, I would have had to have seen something over that wall when I was there in October. <laughs> like I did not. I'm like, I did not see anything on top of that wall. I was like, that thing is bigger than the ball. Like, what the heck? For sure. It is very pretty though. And I do think it goes along well with gorgeous. With um everything that, that park has to offer. I think it's I think yep. it's perfect. The Imagineers did a great job. As we announced last week, Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom will close for good on January 23rd, 2023. Disney fans are saddened by the loss of Briar Rabbit, Briar Bear, and Briar Fox. These characters are known more for the ride than they are for the actual 1946 Disney movie, Song of the South. In fact, most people have never even seen Song of the South, at least kids, Uh, my kids, would don't even know what it's they're like huh there's a lot of adults that don't know i saw it i've never i don't if i saw it it was clips of it like i never watched it all the way through and i definitely never watched it more than once because i and i'm not even 100 percent sure that the clips that are in my head are just from things i've seen online versus actually in my memory of watching it right So Splash Mountain fans are hoping that Disney will actually find a place for Briar Rabbit, Briar Bear, and Briar Fox in a future ride or attraction or even a a movie to keep the history alive. Splash Mountain fans are wanting to use these characters to highlight our evolution of issues. What do you guys think about this? I mean, I I think it's a good idea. I mean, I mean, it's just such a controversial thing. You know, I thought that's why they were getting rid of it in the first well, place. Well, it was, and, and but I mean, is there some other way that Disney? Okay, uh, here's what they need to do. Disney needs to just make a whole new movie. Could be an animated story just about the animals that have yeah. nothing to do with the controversial right. part of it right. being about someone with it who is ha- with the involving the history of the old South and plantations and slavery and the whole thing. They should just ignore that part of it and just do a cute little short or something about the animals in that story. Right. Like I said, I've said this before, so I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. But when my mom read me that book, I thought it was about a bear and a fox that were being outweighed by a rabbit because they were trying to get him for dinner. And that made sense to me because bears and foxes eat rabbits. If there's a way to do it like that so that we're just talking about the circle of life, because that's what that's talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. That's part of real life. Bears and fox try to catch a rabbit, have it for dinner. Now, the bear and the fox are stupid because they get outwitted by a rabbit. Right. (laughs) So I, I think that's why I always liked it. And then you guys are too little because I don't think any of you were born. There's this movie called Savannah Smiles. I just remember going to the movies and seeing it. And she told the story. Her mom had told it to her. And so listening to her tell the story, it was just so cute. But yeah, I thought it was interesting that it got brought up again, that they're saying, can we just take the part, the fact of the movie part, take that out. Um, so don't have the little trap. There's other ways they could catch the rabbit or try to catch the rabbit. Now, Abby and I were talking about um, the retheming of Tiana mm-hmm. and we were we were looking at some of the pictures and stuff and uh, I think it's going to be neat. I think I think it's going to go well. Incidentally, if you're going to go to Trivia Night and you get the question, how old was Tiana in the movie? 
we know this answer. It is 19. I wouldn't have known. Oh, yeah. We had some, they did a Disney round the other day at Trivia Night, and we're like, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> Just, um, they wanted to know, what was it? Do you know what La Sirenita is? This has nothing to do with his, his Disney history. It's Disney in Spanish. It was The Little Mermaid. So we didn't get that one oh. because we didn't know. And then um, what is Aurora's name? What's her hidden name that keeps her safe? Oh, oh it's uh, br- uh, You're right. Brandy's br- right. Br- uh, Briar Rose. It is Briar Rose. That's it. Kaylee's yeah. like, am I Sleeping Beauty? Is this it? What was another one? Because there were some interesting... Um, oh, we knew Boo's name. And if you don't, listeners, it's Mary. And a Tyrolean hat from a 1940s Disney movie. What character wears that Tyrolean hat? I don't know what a Tyrolean hat is. <laughs> well, we weren't allowed to look up because we can't do that. It's Google. It's Pinocchio. So interesting. I don't think that's fair if you don't know what Tyrolean means. This was a very interesting, interesting. It was their first time. On a happy note, I won some really good prizes, but. Well, that's good. That's always good. good. Well, let's get right into some more um, semi-controversial stuff. So Disney's animated studios may be getting an overhaul, even though projects like Marvel, Star Wars and original content for Disney Plus have been well received. Disney's most recent project, Strange World, did not go well. The backlash has gotten so bad that not only has the film been considered the company's biggest flop, but some fans are calling for a massive reboot for Walt Disney Animation Studios. Not since the Black Cauldron, this makes me mad, not since the Black Cauldron has Disney received such criticism from fans and critics alike. The difference between Black Cauldron and Strange World is Black Cauldron eventually made half of its budget back. Disney fans feel like the constant stream of deviation away from the traditional Disney movie plot wasn't needed. It's fine to try something new, but Disney's traditional fairy tale narratives work for a reason. And I would say just because a new generation of fans out there in the audience doesn't mean the studio has to pander or play to every one of them specifically. At this time, it's unknown how soon Disney will return to their roots, but there will definitely be some major changes if Walt Disney Animation wants to bounce back from this. I love The Black Cauldron. I was going to say, why does that make you so upset? Did you like that movie? I love that movie. And it wasn't, I knew it wasn't popular, but I didn't know it was like a big flop. But I even like, I had the VHS and I watched it a ton when I was little and I even I got the DVD for Abby and she loved it and watched it I never heard any controversy over that one so maybe I need to watch it so I know what the controversy I don't know that it was controversial I think it just it was probably one of those like they didn't release it at the right time it it reminded me a lot of uh, the sword in the stone oh okay um just that kind of plot and it was very like a lot of witchy stuff it might i think probably my thought process is it was released during the 80s during all the um satanic panic crazy and that could have been why maybe so like but i love that i thought it was cute and like i said abby was a big fan of it too and i think nick and i have gone really in depth about it and we both both have said we wish that they would make a live action remake of it because it would be so good with all the like dark qualities of it and stuff they may eventually they keep remaking (laughs) these movies into live action i know joey's like give me some originals people yeah 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 but some of the originals are flopping true very true so okay who, did any of us see Strange World to talk about? No. I have no opinion. I no. can't form an opinion. I heard about the flopping and I heard it just wasn't good. I just, I've seen the previews of it and it just does not look even interesting to me. And nobody who's seen it has said anything good about it. 
the thing that um, podcasters and vloggers that we watch have said that it just wasn't well advertised. So Mm -hmm. even if it was a really great movie, it didn't get enough. Like sometimes, Uh. well, you guys know, you turn on your TV, you see a hundred Disney channel or Disney um, trip commercials in an hour to two hours or whatever it feels like. But then this movie, I only saw one thing and it was because we were covering it on the news and I wanted to know more about it. Mm -hmm. So... Well, and yes, it wasn't well advertised, but also, I mean, if it's not well advertised, it could still redeem itself by word of mouth spreading and people saying, oh, have you seen this movie? It's great. You've got to go see it. And then that gets more people in. But like everybody who says, have you seen this movie? And they're like, yeah, it's not great. Like, well, why am I going to wait time to go see it then? Was that released Thanksgiving weekend? Yes, mm-hmm. it was the Wednesday mm-hmm. of Thanksgiving. Oh, that's terrible. Because like Frozen debuted right. Thanksgiving weekend. And I mean, you can't compete with that, obviously. But I mean, huge flop. They thought it was going to do way better than it did. I mean, I'm sure I'll watch it when it comes to Disney Plus. Just to say I watched it. But if it doesn't hold my attention the first like 20 minutes, I'm turning it off. Yeah, I would try. I, I don't know. I can't say anything. It took me like took me a good couple of months to watch Encanto, so. What? That's like the best movie ever. Well, you gotta remember that my little guy, like, like is only two Paw and Patrol. a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm watching Paw Patrol and, um, what else do I watch a lot of? Oh, I will say though, the kid loves Mandalorian. Um, he just says I want to watch Baby, and he means Baby Yoda, Aww, and he knows cute. what that means, and he gets his little sword or his, his little gun, and he, he does, he goes, through the whole little fight scene they're coming to get baby oh my gosh they're coming to get baby and like it's just a whole too cute he's he's adorable i mean you would not think a kid would watch that like because there's no music in it or like anything but he he loves watching the planes fly and he loves baby yoda it's between that and oh and i finally got a break from all four toy stories because now we've moved on to Lightyear, and he calls that i want to watch big buzz big buzz you need him to watch The Bear in the Big Blue House. Welcome to the big house. Oh, my gosh. Jenny watched that when she was little. Oh, my gosh. I, I did like that show. It was really cute. I liked I enjoyed, it. I enjoyed Sesame Street. Like, And I loved Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, but he kind of quit that. But, yeah, we still have Disney Plus and all the time. It's always Lightyear. Yeah, Lightyear or Paw Patrol. It's pretty much what we watch. Well, I guess it could be worse. So D23 is always a huge event for the Disney company. And Disney recently announced that D23 of 2023 is going to celebrate 100 years of Disney at Walt Disney World from September 8th through the 10th. Also hurricane season. So that means Stephanie and I aren't allowed to go. There's going to be a plethora of events for the D23 fan club members. Fans will be among the first to hear exciting announcements, see sneak peeks from the many worlds of Disney and relive favorite memories with behind-the-scenes stories, special guests, and so much more. Um, members will be among the first to see Disney 100. It's an exhibition uh, which is going to make its global premiere at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in February. Um, projects that will be celebrated uh, is the 20th uh, birthday or anniversary of Finding Nemo, the 25th anniversary of Mulan, the 35th... Oh, man, that makes me feel old. The 35th anniversary of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That movie's awesome. And then D23 is excited to celebrate Halloween, celebrating the anniversaries of monstrously major movies, including Hocus Pocus's 30th, 
Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas is 30th, really? and Halloween Town's 25th. Haley's giving me the too. lip. Halloween Town. She loves, yeah, that's uh, when we were there in October. I think you guys were already gone then. Yeah, we were because we were at the Polynesian. Kaylee was living her best uh, adult childhood life. She got a beverage from, um, oh, what is Trader Sam's? Yeah, the outside part of Trader Sam's and sat on the lawn and watched Halloween Town. That's awesome. So. I did get, I Abby watched it. I, I think it was last year with me. She watched it. Abby won't watch it with me. She said it was stupid. I haven't seen it. This, she said the second one was stupid. I don't. I watched them all. I, I was actually one of the things I watched um, when I was uh, homesick before Disney trip. When I was laying in bed, I was watching that stuff on my phone. Debbie <laughs> 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 Reynolds makes everything better. We've got some new Space Mountain rules. Guests are actually no longer allowed to be holding their device while riding the ride. I'm just thinking of my son who lost his phone on it. <laughs> That's, he's the reason that it sounds like. All him. But I'm surprised this isn't a rule on more rides. Um, the rule is that it now must be secured on your person or it has to be secured in the pouch that's provided. Don't put it in the pouch. It falls out of the pouch. <laughs> <laughs> is that how he lost his? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I thought he was holding it and trying to like take a video. It was in the pouch. Oh no. Okay, yeah, don't put it in the pouch. That should be part of the rules then. Um, give it to a friend or a family member who isn't on the right at the moment. Um, it, this is put in place for people's safety uh, because of previous problems with the ride. Remember, cast members are just doing their job. So when they're telling you to put it up, really, you shouldn't be yelling at them or giving them any sort of attitude about this. It's they're they're doing their job. Give them a break. Um, enjoy your ride, and your ride's going to be captured by Disney's PhotoPass system. So just put it away. But apparently, don't don't put it in that pouch. People are doing it for social media purposes, so that they oh yeah they get the ride through something. Just not my son who put it in the pouch and lost it in the pouch. <laughs> the good news is it was found. Yes. 24 hours later, we had it. He, When he got out, he reached in his pocket for his phone. He said, shoot, I don't have my phone, and went back up getting the pouch. And he w- reached in the pouch, and it wasn't there. And he's like, oh. So we think it fell out and then slid to the back of the cart because he was in the front. And then they let the cart go, and we watched it move. So we kind of think that somebody that got in the cart next like found it and then handed it to a cast member because it quit moving because mm. it was like at the front of the ride hmm. but we got it we filed a claim and we went and picked it up at disney springs good so the past week disney stocks saw its first drop since bob Iger was reinstated the day after he was reinstated um as the temporary ceo for the next two years the stock did go up after it had plummeted with Chapek. So Disney stock went down to $91.61, okay, just on this past Wednesday. And then they closed on Friday at $93.38. So what does this mean? Do we think that the public's excitement and trust over Iger was short-lived or do you think it was a fluke? I think it's hard to say. I don't understand the stock market. (laughs) (laughs) 
it has not been long enough to see where this is gonna go. Now, if Iger makes any more changes to, you know, that's not gonna make people happy, then I think it's gonna go down more. But if he starts doing stuff, like obviously the Genie Plus making the changes, I think it'll go up. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I think that the economy hurting it also is yeah. could could lend itself but to if you can, some of this. I would buy stock now at the lower price. Mm-hmm. If right. It's less than a hundred, that's that's good to buy. And then just hang on to it. Because it's not gonna stay down forever. Right. Yeah, that's I don't even try to understand any of that stuff. Me either. Up is good, down is bad. Yes. <laughs> I get the, we get that part, but anything more is... So says my retirement. <laughs> I'll say, out, outside of my retirement account, I don't even pretend to get involved in any of that. <laughs> so, Let me tell out. you, I don't want to look at my retirement because when I left Children's, that, woo, I, I, it gave me a breakdown of how much I have lost when, when, it, when the stock went down. I'm like, ooh. That's why I don't, I'm so far away from retirement. Like, I just, I don't look at it because I just don't want to know. It's depressing. Um, <laughs> so Disney Plus pricing has shifted up about 38% more than we have been paying. Before, Disney Plus users could stream ad-free for only $7.99 a month. But now it costs $10.99 a month for the same service, which is called a Disney Plus Premium. Additionally, users can switch to an annual plan for $109.99 a year. With this plan, subscribers can stream content with no ads and are able to download Disney Plus content to watch while on the go. However, if Disney Plus users wish to retain this previous price point of $7.99, they can now stream the ad-supported tier known as Disney Plus Basic. This tier is expected to expand internationally in the next year as well. Though this change is happening today on Disney Plus, we've already seen an increase other Disney-affiliated streaming platforms. For example, on October 10th, we saw the ad-free subscriptions on Hulu increase by $2 a month from $12.99 to $14.99. Additionally, the ad-supported monthly subscription increased by $1 a month from $6.99 to $7.99. And for those who wish to save more money, the Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN bundles have also increased. Visit DisneyPlus.com for more information. I'm kind of not surprised because by this one because... Wasn't this one of the big things cited in the whole Chapik? Yes. His like mm -hmm. what was he was he was like running Disney Plus into the ground and yeah, like that's one of the first things Iger restructured. He seems like he put all his eggs into that basket and it didn't go the way he planned. Well, I mean, I've also heard like the people that have had streaming services for a while, they don't when you first start them to get people on the service and all the server space that you have to buy to support the users on it so it won't crash and it'll go just as fast as we want it to on our Wi-Fi and everything else. Like, it's not profitable at first. Like, you do have, a, like, a year or two of it not being super profitable. Like, I think um, whatever Google does, their Google's... Um, I used to have it, but I don't anymore. They're, like, cable internet cable service or whatever they have it didn't make any money when they first started doing it but it's google they could afford to lose some money so could disney i was just thinking that i just didn't say it <laughs> but they don't think they can they can of course not but i mean i i would say if you the amount of especially with like after like the whole covid era and the amount of people with small children that were stuck at home a lot and then just like 
you know, in cold and flu season, if you have kids, like you're not probably running around so much. The amount of people that need to be at home, especially in the winter, watching TV are going to be subscribing to these. So I feel like you would have to be making bad business decisions to like really have that so badly in the red. You know, I mean, I watch it all the time when I'm working. I have it on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the amount of people that probably subscribe to it. So it's like, what are you doing wrong that it's not profitable? Because you have tons of users. Well, they're not getting new users because everybody that's going to get it, sorry, got it. Maybe. Exactly. Well, two brand new nighttime spectaculars are arriving at Disney parks in early 2023. And Disney's revealed some information about these new shows. Fireworks shows for Disney for many guests are Disney. We've talked about this before, and I know Stephanie likes her fireworks, too. The all-new nighttime spectaculars coming to Disney California Adventure and Disneyland Park were just shared this week by a news reporter, Scott Gustin. Gustin commented that Wondrous Journeys, the new fireworks show coming to Disneyland Park, is going to have a runtime of 13 minutes. It'll be roughly the same as Disneyland Forever nighttime spectacular that they used to have. And then World of Color, the nighttime show at Disney's California Adventure, that's been there, is going to run for 24 minutes, which is two minutes longer than it used to. It's going to illuminate the night in front of Pixar Pier as the new nighttime spectacular captures the broad storytelling legacy of Disney's first 100 years, telling a new story through Disney classics and new favorites. The show will also feature a new original song, Start a Wave. Wondrous Journeys will ignite the wonder in every guest visiting Walt Disney's original park and showcase a century of creativity as the show features nods to all 60 Walt Disney Animation Studio films to date. Taking viewers on a journey filled with artistry, music, storytelling, and heart with an emotional new song called It's Wondrous. Both the nighttime spectaculars will debut at Disneyland Resort on January 27th, 2023 as part of Disney's 100 celebrations at the California theme park. And I want to see this because to me, this sounds like what I thought they were going to do for the 50th at Disney World. I get to see World of Color tomorrow night. Just rub it in. (laughs) I haven't heard the song. It's wondrous. Have you guys heard it? Have you listened to it? I didn't look it up. I guess I should. I'm excited to listen to it. Oh, wait. Yes, I have. I have heard it. Um, Somebody had a clip of it on on TikTok and I heard it. But yeah, I get to, I mean, obviously it's the version now, but I get to see World of Color tomorrow. I get a VIP spot that, whatever that is, that VIP. Like that area, viewing area? Yeah, the viewing area. Nice. Well, if you're like Gina and you're going to be visiting Disneyland Resort, um, maybe you should think about going early next year because from January 9th, through March 9th of 2023, Disney Visa card members can save up to 30% off of premier um, rooms at one of the three Disneyland resorts. There's Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, Disneyland Hotel, and Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel. So for this, reservations can be booked now up through the 6th of March, and then you have to have that Um, travel completed by March 10th of 2023. If you want to use the discount to reserve a room through the Disneyland website, uh, your best bet would be to, you know, get a hold of one of us. 
um, some of the other Disney Visa card member offers that are currently available are up to 35% discount available for Disney Visa card members at Alani, which is over in Hawaii. Disney Visa card members can save up to 25% off Walt Disney World Resort hotels in early 2023, which is the one that we just talked about. Again, over in California. Just saying. No, they get all the good stuff. And also keep in mind that uh, Pixar or Paradise Pier right now is under refurbishment. Yeah. And they don't know, they have not announced when it's going to end. So it's a little bit of a mess right now. Is that, I'll say they don't have their own dining right now, like food court or anything still, do they? Nope. They don't, they don't even have a, like a check-in desk. It's like in one of the ballrooms right now. Oh, that's okay. That's even worse. Cause when my clients went last summer, there was no food court area or anything. Yeah. Like it still hadn't reopened. But I had, a, I had a feeling it was because refurbishment was coming. So like, how can it be so closed? And I'm just like, I have a feeling that it's not reopening because they're going to start a refurb. Yep, that's why. So Disneyland After Dark Princess Nights are also returning for two nights at Disneyland Park. And they will take place on March 7th and 9th, 2023. So Disneyland is getting a lot of new things come next year. Disney describes Princess Night as a celebration of the stars where adventurous heroines and aspiration hearts unite. With shimmering decor, special photo opportunities, themed foods, and beverages that they will be offering. Commemorative keepsakes and characters galore. You'll be ready to step into your own adventure of bravery and grace. The event will include the following a royal welcome at Disneyland train train station featuring Princess Minnie Mouse and Princess Daisy Duck with fanfare trumpeters. Um, a musical concert celebrating heroines including Moana, Mer- I always say her name wrong, Merida, and more accompanied by live vocalists. A high-energy candy-themed dance party at Tomorrowland stage with Vanellope Von Sweets. Reveal in Tiana's Southern Hospitality and dance along to jazz music in New Orleans Square. There'll be a specialty menu items befitting royalty throughout Disneyland Park. And there'll be photo backdrops inspired by Disney films like Beauty and the Beast and The Princess Diaries, including unlimited Disney photo pass digital photo downloads for the party only. Pre-party mix in admission to Disneyland Park, which means that starting at 6 p.m., um, no theme park reservation is required. Princess Night will be $129 for Tuesday, March 7th, and $145 for Thursday, March 9th. Tickets will go on sale on Disneyland.com beginning next week on December 12th, which is actually passed when you guys listen to this but it is no earlier than uh 9 a.m pacific time a limited number of tickets for these disneyland after dark events go on pre-sale for magic key holders and on december 14th no earlier than 9 a.m pacific time tickets will go on sale to the general public and are subject to availability the day that the show comes out is when the general public can buy tickets. I know, I'm, I'm getting my days mixed up. <laughs> it's okay. We'll forgive you because you're going to California. 
Well, building on what Gina talked about, also Disneyland After Dark Sweetheart Nights is returning. They will take place on January 31st and February 2nd, 5th, 7th, 9th, 14th, and 16th of 2023 at Disneyland Park. Sweetheart's Night will take place on seven different date nights and the most ever for a Disneyland After Dark event. Celebrate the love of your life, your bestest pal or cherished family at the event, and the following offerings will be available. A specially themed fireworks show, the Royal Ball hosted by Aladdin and Jasmine near It's a Small World, a moonlit cruise on the Mark Twain Riverboat with the sounds of a live jazz ensemble, island music from a Polynesian trio drifting through the night air at the Tropical Hideaway, themed menu items available for purchase, photo opportunities with darling Disney couples and spots inspired by romantic scenes from Disney films such as The Lady and the Tramp and The Little Mermaid, also including unlimited Disney Photo Pass digital photo downloads from the party. Pre-party mix and admission to Disneyland Park at 6 p.m. Again, no theme park reservation required. And here are the prices. It looks like 30, January 31st is 129, February 2nd, 139, February 5th, 159, February 7th, 129, February 9th, 139. I'll say it again. They had, they get all the good stuff. That would be, I that would be so cute. Like, I mean, I don't think it would be as popular as like the Halloween party or the Christmas party at World. So I feel like you would really get that whole no wait time walk on. Let me tell you, I would buy it. That's like. Those parties are the best thing ever, especially when it's crowded. For sure. Thank you for joining us. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media accounts, The Mousecapades Podcast on Facebook. And if you'd like a free quote, you can contact Brandy, Gina, Vicky, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497. Or you can go on to yourstorytravel.com. Simply go to the drop down and then click on one of our names. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki, Bride, Kaylee, and Joey are going to share their Disney Christmas highlights from December 2013 through 2021. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Farewell, foolish mortals. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse.